Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and with heavy rainfall across the country, a lot of cattle have been housed in the past fortnight. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Natasha Munier for Animal Health Ireland to find out what we should be treating for in the coming weeks, when to dose and which products to use. Natasha, you're very welcome. What are the key parasites that farmers should keep in mind this winter? As you mentioned, we've had quite a, a warm, wet autumn, and uh, that's definitely going to be a problem with your, with your worms, perhaps some lungworm on certain farms, uh, your liver fluke. And then always at housing, uh, we, you know, once the animals start to come together, uh, they're in a nice, warm, humid environment, and, and lice and mites can become a problem again. Uh, so, so that's what we'll be looking at uh, for, to, to be treating. What products and when should cattle be treated for worms then, Natasha? So if, if we're looking at worms, um, it kind of, it kind of they, they usually will need a treatment around about housing. <clears throat> and this will depend what they've had leading up to housing. Uh, so I, ideally what you want to use is, is either a clear drench or a white drench. Um, and this is because of, of a specific worm called Ostatasia that has a, has a, a life cycle stage that, that can become dormant. And so those products work against that. And so that's what you want to be treating now. But if, if for example, in the, in, in the, le- the weeks leading up to housing, maybe uh, the animals received an ivermectin or something, uh, they might still be covered then, then leading up to housing itself. That's great. And I suppose for product to be used for fluke, you mentioned there, what products should be used for fluke and when should cattle be treated for fluke? So, so fluke is a little bit different, a little bit trickier, just because there's a longer life cycle when it comes to fluke. And, and we have three main types of products for fluke is, and they affect different, uh, the different life stages of the fluke, the liver fluke itself. So there's some, some products only work against adult fluke. Some work against what they call the, the late immature stages. And, and there's a specific product, uh, the active ingredient is, is triclobendazole, and that works against the early immature stages. So if we're looking at triclobendazole, then it, it'll kill all, all flu- the, the fluke, even at the early life stages, so that you can use that within the first few weeks of housing. If you use a, a product uh, in the first few weeks of housing that only is effective against adult fluke, you might need to repeat the dose then later in the season. Uh, particularly, for example, if, if you look at your, your factory reports, if, if you're slaughtering animals uh, from, from last year, uh, you know, if, if they're still having fluke after the housing season, um, maybe there's some tweaks or adjustments that need to be made just with the timing of these fluke doses. Um, be, because, you, you, you know, the, 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 the products that work against the adults if you give that too early on, uh, then there might be some immature worms that still still develop. Now, which one you use, I think it's best to speak to your vet or your advisor, uh, just because if there's a heavy problem of, of liver fluke on the farm, you don't want to be waiting too late to be treating uh, into the housing season either. You know, the, 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 the liver fluke, they're, they're migrating to the liver, they're causing damage in these animals, and that can set them back a bit. Um, so, so for some farms, it might be better to, to treat twice or to treat earlier uh, in, 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 this, in the season, even, even so, in some farms, even before housing. I think it's important what you're saying there, Natasha, in relation to the product that's been used. And really, farmers, when they check the beef health check report, it could be early next spring before they realise the incorrect product was used when the animals were slaughtered and it shows up that fluke are present. 
Yeah, so that, so that's almost a little bit late. Uh, so we can then only you know you can look at last year's to, to do something about this year, um, but it, but it's almost a bit late. So so what you can also do is take dung samples, and I think many farmers will be familiar with say the the beep uh, S scheme where where you would sampling over the the summer months to look for liver fluke. Um, you, you can do the same thing at, at housing, say about six weeks after the last treatment, just to make sure that those fluke have, have all been killed and they, they aren't producing any more worm eggs uh, and, and they might need a second dose. So just to, to catch them a little bit earlier than, than say the factory reports, which is, is a bit, uh, which is a bit late. In relation to the BPS that you mentioned there, we've covered liver fluke, but in, if it had showed up positive for rumen fluke, should farmers be concerned or what action should they take? Yes, yeah, so so the BBS was looking at liver fluke and at rumen fluke, and that's what they're detecting then on on the dunk samples. And uh, there, there's a few uh, just just cautions to how to interpret those results. When it comes to rumen fluke, a, a large number of farms are affected by rumen fluke, but it tends for the most part that the animals themselves do not become clinically ill. They seem to cope fairly well. So often by the time that you see eggs, there, there doesn't need to be a treatment. Those animals are coping. If it's not associated with clinical signs, and those are things like scour or a lack of thrive, they usually don't need treatment for rumen fluke specifically. Um, with those results as well, just because of the timing of those, just as a warning is that if they are negative for liver fluke, it could be a case that there's still liver fluke on farm. Um, it, it, it's, it's just that you might have missed it that early in the season. Later in winter is, is perhaps a, a good time just to follow up with another sample just to check if there, there is fluke, liver fluke on farm. And you mentioned earlier in relation to lice, what products or what should farmers be treating for when it comes to treating lice? Yeah, so so lice is, uh, is as I mentioned is now becoming a problem as the animals are closer together. When you're treating, just make sure you're treating the whole group. So so basically all animals that can come in contact with one another. Um, the the lice itself, there's there's two types. There's there's biting lice and there's sucking lice. And the biting lice are surface feeders. They tend to stay on the skin. They eat dead skin and so on. And the sucking lice dig a little bit deeper and get to the fluid. So if you if you're using an injectable product, so say like an injectable ivermectin. Uh, on lice, it doesn't always work as well for your biting lice that are those, those surface feeders because they don't get into contact with that active ingredient. So in that case, you, you want to be using a pour-on uh, or a spot-on or one of those topical kind of uh, uh, products. And, um, you, you know, it, it, you might, depending on how, how bad a case you have on the farm, you might need to repeat the treatment. The, the, the drugs that are used, they aren't effective against the eggs at all. And so three to four weeks later, as those eggs hatch and develop, uh, you, you might see that you've, you've got another lice problem, but it's actually just those eggs that have hatched out. So, so it's important to keep treat the whole group and, and you might need a repeat treatment for those. Very good. And for farmers that are purchasing in cattle at this time of year, how would their health plan differ? So essentially, when you're buying in, uh, unless you know the farm well, where you're buying from, you know, you're not 100% sure what you're bringing onto your farm. They might already be sick. Um, you know, transporting animals is stressful for them. So in the first couple of days to weeks, you want to keep a close eye on them as well, just so that they don't develop any clinical signs. Ideally, if you have the facilities, keep those animals separate uh, from, from your main group. Um, you know, give them a, a worm and fluke dose. Make sure that they're vaccinated. Uh, ideally, you want to keep them separate for, for a, a number of weeks just while those, uh, they, they're developing immunity from those vaccines before you mix them with the group. In the couple of weeks post-housing, what do you advise from an animal health point of view, Natasha? 
I guess what you would be doing at this stage, depending on, on what the treatment plan and the vaccination plan looks like on your farm, you would just be reviewing it, uh, you know, making sure that you've, you've covered all the doses that are needed, the vaccines that are needed. Um, and, and then and then there's, there's you know, definitely you, you're bringing the animals closer together. It's more stressful for them. You 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 want to make sure that they, they don't develop any kind of clinical signs, any coughing or anything, uh, first signs of, of an ammonia. Um, you, you want to make sure that there's enough space for them to lie down to access the feed are the drinkers working correctly you know is there fresh water is are those are the troughs clean um and, and then you know are the are the animals have you have you grouped them in a similar size is there any kind of bullying going on uh you might need to make a few adjustments then just in those those first few few weeks to keep the animals happy as part of the animal health ireland analysis of the beef health check report what did you find yeah, so, so the beef health check is, is looking at uh, liver fluke, pneumonia and liver abscesses then at slaughter. And uh, th- the reason we just stress, you know, how important it is to, to, to keep the animals healthy is that even though they might not be clinically ill, there might be something, uh, you know, that they, 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 they don't perform as well. So, so what we found just as a first look when we're studying these, these, uh, these results from, from the factory is that, for example, those animals that had liver fluke, uh, heifers and steers, they, they, they were older by about 33 days than those that didn't have. So, so those animals are probably being set back because of this. Uh, when it came to pneumonia, they, they were about 12 days older if they had pneumonia compared to those that didn't. So you, you, you want to be keeping these animals healthy. And, and for the most part, this is preventative. You know, uh, for, for pneumonias, it's, it's, it's things like vaccines. For, for liver fluke, it's just dosing to make sure that they, uh, they're being dosed appropriately early in the season. Uh, you know, with with worms and fluke, you know, we have this opportunity at housing is they 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 can't get reinfected while they're they're in the shed, and, and so you want to you know you want to treat effectively early in the season to prevent any performance losses as the housing uh, progresses. Natasha, for farmers interested in accessing their beef health check report, how can they find it? So the beef health check reports, um, it, 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 there's a certain number, there's, there's 17 factories that are participating in Ireland. And uh, w- what farmers can do is, is they, that's, they either give in the report with any batch of animals that they are that they send to slaughter, um, but they can access all of their historical results uh, on ICBF. Uh, under, under the health tab, uh, there is something specifically for the beef health check, and they can have a look for all, all the animals that they've sent to slaughter. Uh, so, so they can go back and look, for example, uh, February, March, April this year, uh, were animals that were sent through to slaughter, did any of them have um, liver fluke? And, and they, can t- they, they can then tweak their, their dosing accordingly as, uh, over the season. Finally, Natasha, the withdrawal periods for any of the products that we've outlined during the discussion are really important when farmers come to select the herd health plan for the coming winter. Yes, exactly. So you just want to be really careful. Just make sure you read the labels of any of the products. Even if you've used those products before, just double check. Sometimes they change. Uh, You're finishing animals. It's really important uh, that they don't go to slaughter still uh, within that time period uh, of the withdrawal periods. That's great. Thanks very much. Some great advice there, Natasha. Thanks so much. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Natasha for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.